time for Biz Women Rock. Let's do this. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your humble host, Katie Kremitzos. And this show is for the savvy businesswoman who wants to get access to tools, to resources, to other women, to other great stories, great strategies to move their businesses forward. If you have not yet joined the Biz Women Rock community, please do so. It is alive, it breathes. We're all around the globe. All you got to do is go to bizwomenrock.com. I'm officially back in Tampa after our whirlwind, what seemed like a world tour, (laughs) visiting family in New York, visiting family in Arizona, visiting family and attending a podcast conference in Chicago. Um, And I just need to say this out loud that my daughter is flipping awesome. Like, I know I'm super biased on this, but she traveled well. She was friends with everyone. Like, by the time that we left every single leg of, uh, like, got off the airplane off of every single leg of this trip, there were people literally like, bye, Sedona, bye, Sedona, bye, Sedona, because (laughs) we would be getting on the plane and, um, or, you know, interacting with people in the airport and everyone just stops and is like, oh my God, your baby's so cute. Or, oh my God, she's so happy. What's her name? And so everyone was learning her name and she was just making everyone laugh, which is what I really know to be my daughter's gift is that she makes, she just lights people up. So um, I'm back here in Tampa and um, I'm going to get into the show here really quick, but I want to just give you this piece of news because I feel... Um, I haven't really shared this too much publicly, but I feel like this is the right place to share this with you, that I, at the moment I'm recording this, it is Sunday night, and in just a few hours, I'm actually going to a surgery center to go have neck surgery. I'm getting a disc replacement. So I'm going into surgery tomorrow. It is a very common surgery. It's like, it's a minimally invasive surgery. Everything's going to be great. Um, But my mom is out here uh, taking care of me. She's a nurse and she's just incredible, really great caretaker. And my dad's flying out um, in a couple of days. And so they're here kind of taking care of me because I can't pick up my daughter for two weeks. So that's going to kind of suck. Everyone is rallying up and taking care of me. So I just wanted to share that with you because I'm such an open person and you need to know why I might be a little absent in the next couple of days uh, because I don't think being on Percocet and social media are probably a good combination. (laughs) Although it might make for some very interesting conversations. So um, anyway, I would really appreciate you sending your prayers, your good thoughts, your good energy my way tomorrow. It's uh, I'm going in at 830 in the morning, um, Eastern time. So just send some love my way. I just would really appreciate that. It's the first time in my life I'm getting surgery. So um, I've worked through the emotions. I've worked through everything. I'm prepared. I'm mentally, emotionally, physically prepared for it. So that's what's going on this week. And uh, and so I'm super extra excited to be able to release this episode prior to any drugs being in my system. <laughs> so, okay, let's get going for today.
Coming up on today's show, we have part three of our four-part series on how to build a community. If you want to build an online community, if you want to build a community of listeners, if you're interested in getting your message out to more and more people and having more and more people get interested in you, then this is a series you got to listen to. After that, I'm giving you a quick little tip on a great productivity hack that can save you lots of time. First up, we have Biz Women on the Move. Our Biz Women on the Move segment is here so you can hear about the incredible successes, wins, and lessons of your fellow Biz Women Rock community members because they kind of rock. Hey, Katie, this is Lynn White from Lynn White Designs. Um, I was just leaving you a message um, regarding my win. Um, it's Lynn from Biz Women Rock. I just wanted to tell you, as you already know, I had decided that I was going to pitch to the big three, as I call them, um, regarding guest articles. So I submitted and pitched to Huffington Post, to Entrepreneur.com, and to Inc.com. So I got accepted to um, Huffington Post a couple of weeks ago, and that article went live today. So that's super exciting. Just having that one win really makes me excited and happy that I went ahead and did it. Hey, Katie, it's Kim Randall with Kim Media Strategies. I just wanted to share with you some really sweet wins I've had lately. I have been sitting on proposals for social media clients left and right, and I have scored a total of three new clients, with one being a restaurant company that has six local locations. So technically I scored eight new clients, possibly nine by uh, the end of this week. Um, it's been all about the hustle and really just staying positive and leaning on people to kind of help me get through the proposal process and really just, uh, you know, put these uh, different companies in front of my eyeballs so I know what they're looking for and everything. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of really wanted to share with you how awesome it's been going for Kimedia Strategies. I know you have been watching me throughout the entire course of my business. So um, you've watched me go from, like, no clients to um, so many. I don't even know how many I have. So, yay. Um, here's to a great summer, and I'm hoping that the other biz women rockers are, you know, kicking some great ass with, uh, you know, their businesses as well. Today's segment is brought to you by Facebook Groups Rock, the online education for mastering your own Facebook group. Hey, Katie and the Business Women Rock community. This is Michelle Evans from MichelleLEvans.com. And I just wanted to give you a shout-out, Katie, for your amazing course, Facebook Groups Rock. Um, you know, I bought the course last year, about a year ago, and I have to say it's one of the best courses I've ever taken for a few reasons. Number one, there's no fluff. You get right to what it takes to get a group up and running and doing it really well. Number two, I was able to take all the goodness from your course that didn't take that long to go through but was so on point and made me think about all sorts of things I never would have thought about on my own. 
And I was able to really quickly grow it to over 400 people. And I haven't done any ads or anything like that. And the engagement in my group is amazing. I had no idea of all the back-end work and tricks and tips and shortcuts that I could glean from your course and then, of course, from the private Facebook group you put together for all of us who bought the course that could make running a group easy, fun, and really profitable, honestly. Um, not that I charge for my group, but it's it, it how you helped me think about setting it up really created an environment to easily turn uh, people who were in there into clients because of the engagement and the authenticity. So I just wanted to give a shout out. And if anyone in your community is thinking they might someday want to have a Facebook group um, that they're running, I cannot highly recommend your course enough. It is so amazing and quick to get through and start getting results. If you want to see results coming from a very powerful community working within a Facebook group, go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash Facebook groups rock. Welcome back to our series on how to build a community. You are just about to jump into step number four. Please make sure to go back to episodes 255 and 256 to get the in-depth explanations of steps one through three. As a very, very brief update, here's what they are. Step number one, establish your niche and your super niche and get very clear on your avatar. Step number two, decide on a platform to deliver your message and gather your people. Step number three, establish your platform and commit to consistently showing up and delivering great content. And as soon as I'm reading each of these off, literally every single one of them goes into really good depth on explaining why each of those are so important. So let's dive in to number four, experiment with engaging your community. Downloads, shares, likes, comments, hearts, retweets, email replies, link clicks, product purchases. These are all ways that we know people are listening to what we're saying. These are how we measure engagement. Engagement means active involvement. It means that one of your members has taken the time to do something because you've asked them to or because they were compelled to because of something you said or did. Why is it so important to have engagement? Because when someone shares your post, comments on a thread, or shows up to your event, they've given you their time, their number one asset. And every time they engage and give you more of their time, they get more and more invested in you and what you offer them. And the more invested in you they are, the more loyal of a community member they will be. It is so important to have your thumb on the pulse of your community so you know them intimately and there's no better measure of this than their engagement. But how do you get your community members to engage? Let me just say this. It ain't as easy as it looks. This section is called experimenting with engagement because that's exactly what you're going to do. Experiment. Try things out. Test. Fail. Test. Succeed. Test again. And as a side note, this experimentation never stops. 
No matter how long you've been in the game, no matter how much you think you know what works and what doesn't, you will always, should always experiment. That being said, I want to share some of the strategies that have worked very well for me to encourage engagement within the biz women rock community. First, ask people questions they want to answer. Hey, Biz Women Rock. This is Natalie Ekdahl from the Biz Chicks podcast. My biggest piece of advice when trying to uh, build community and create conversation, uh, you know, is I know most of us are, are have private Facebook groups or we're on social media trying to spark conversation, is to make sure that you have an answer to the question you're asking and an immediate answer. Uh, this was advice I got from one of my former guests, Holly Homer, who uh, grew the Kids Activity blog uh, Facebook page organically to 1 million followers within a year. And she shared with me that uh, she went, she was noticing that she was not having engagement on certain, on certain posts she was doing. And one in particular, she would ask her community, Hey, what are you making for dinner? And she would get like, she said it'd be like crickets. No one would answer. And that's because like when she thought about it, she didn't even know what she was making for dinner. So I've really taken that to heart and have noticed myself at the times where I'm not getting the engagement I'm hoping for uh, when I'm trying to spark conversation within my group and uh, create connection is that uh, is that it's a it's a question I don't have an answer to or that it would take me a really long time to think about. So, uh, so yeah, so if you're, if you're posting something on social media or within a Facebook group or anywhere you're trying to create community and create conversation, make sure that uh, you have an immediate answer to your question. There's a significant difference between just asking a question and asking a question that you know your community members really want to answer. The question should be simple to answer and compel your community to take action. And as Natalie uh, recommended in her advice, it should be an answer that is easy for even you to answer. This should typically be in line with the niche that you're in. For example, I ask a lot of business-related questions within the Biz Women Rock community, but absolutely doesn't have to be all the time. As a matter of fact, asking completely non-topic-related questions is a great way to build rapport among the community members as they get to know each other on a personal level. So case in point, I'm going to point out Natalie Ekdahl again, who you just heard from. Within her Facebook group just a few days ago, she had a post that was completely non-business related that was for Friday. It said, Fun Friday, what does your name mean and if you want to share how your parents chose your name, that would be fun too. Within just a few minutes, she had a dozen comments because everyone was so interested in being able to share what their name meant. And within just 48 hours, which is when I'm checking in on it now, she has 21 comments. And here's the fun part is that once people commented, they were reading everyone else's comments and commenting on each other's comments. So it got really awesome. Uh, just very, very awesome engagement. Something as simple as what are you up to today? Like I have asked in my group can get a great response because people want to tell you what they're doing. As a side note, if you want to go read the show notes for this particular episode, you're going to see the screenshot of the actual question that I asked, which is what are you up to today, ladies? And a little hint, you'll notice there that I added my own answer to this question, as well as a photo of me doing what I said I was doing, which was working, by the way. 
Sharing your own answer to your question is a great way for your members to get to know you better and adding a photo adds another visual dimension to the question that forces their eyes to notice. Number two, take surveys. I promise you that your community members will be honored that you're interested in learning more about them, what they want, and how you can serve them better, if done the right way. I'm not going to go way in depth about the science behind creating a good survey, but what I will tell you is that getting your community members to actually fill out the survey is strategic. Here's a quick technique I used a while back that resulted in a 47% response rate. That's crazy awesome for a survey. Secret survey hack. I sent a private message to the top 100 most active members of my community. These were the folks who emailed me a lot and were active in my Facebook group. Although it was a templated message, I customized it for every individual. I let them know how grateful I was for the important active role they've played in the community, and I let them know that I was specifically interested in hearing more about what they really needed so I could continue building a community that was valuable for them. 47 ladies filled out the not-so-quick survey. The best part about engaging your community through a successful survey campaign is not necessarily that you get a lot of people to do it, although that is awesome. It's that you get so much insight into who your avatar is, what she or he needs and wants, and how you might be able to serve them better. Number three, ask your community to engage with you in a specific way. Every week on the Biz Women Rock podcast, I have a segment called Biz Women on the Move, which you heard earlier, where I feature the successes, the insights, and the lessons for my community members. As I see great stories come up within our Facebook group, I reach out to them individually and ask them to call in and leave a voicemail so I can share their win on the show. I am very specific. Quote, hey, Kelly, congratulations on such a great win. I would love to feature you on an upcoming episode of the show. Please leave a voicemail at 813-489-9630 saying something to the effect of, Hey, it's Kelly McRae. My company's name is X. My big win is dot, 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 unquote. I literally give them a template. This makes it very clear to Kelly exactly how I want to feature her, and it completely eliminates a need for me to edit her voicemail for the show. And yes, I write this just about every time I invite someone to share on the show. It makes them feel special, and they are. Hey there, this is Kelly McRae with kellymcrae.com, and I recently had a really cool win where I'm taking people from coping to cash flow, so people who are battling autoimmune diseases and um, disabilities who can't work a traditional job are learning how to do that, and one of my people just got a writing assignment from Fibromyalgia News, so I'm really excited that we are actually going from coping to cash flow. Thanks so much, Katie. Have an awesome day, and thanks for uh, listening. Have a good one. Ciao. Proactively asking your community members to engage with you in a very specific way is incredibly powerful in that you are guiding their interaction with you so you can then repurpose their interaction for the benefit of the entire community. You can most definitely do this on an individual basis, as I have just given you an example of before, but you can definitely also do this as a general ask to the community. 
I have posted within the group asking the ladies, hey, I want to share your wins on the show. Let me know what they are below and call in. And I added a beautiful graphic. So it's eye catching and it's very easy for people to see exactly what I want from them. And it's a question they want to answer. See how I'm incorporating all of this? Okay, number four, experiment with content delivery. As the leader of a community, you are most likely sharing content with your members on a regular basis. Perhaps you have a weekly podcast or a biweekly email. Maybe you do a Facebook Live Q&A session, a blog article, or a YouTube video that is broadcasted each week. Maybe you're hosting live workshops or online webinars. However you're sharing great information that directly benefits your members, it's important to constantly experiment with how you do this. I'm not only talking about varying the delivery methods, meaning you're sending emails and your podcast and live workshops, but really I'm talking about constantly tweaking and playing around with how you're delivering that content. For over two years, the format of my podcast was the same. It was a 30 to 40 minute interview with an awesome businesswoman about her business journey. The shows were amazing and full of great stories and business strategies, but I got bored. And if I was bored, I'm sure many of my listeners were bored. So I changed up the format, thanks to some major butt kicking by my friend Glenn the Geek of the Horse Radio Network. The format you're now hearing, different segments, incorporating my community into the show, transitional sounds, etc., all of it is a new experiment. Not only does it invigorate me as a leader and dial me into the roots of the show, but it's created an electric shock in my community, delivering a pattern interrupt that's grabbing their attention once again. And the impact has been massive. I'm constantly hearing from my ladies how much they love the new show. They're posting within the group about a segment that they loved. They're referring to a book I spoke about within a thread of a post. Experimenting with this one platform has enlivened all of the other platforms of communication for my community. If you have a video blog or YouTube channel, change up the look, the feel, and even the duration of your show. If you're a blogger and your articles typically look the same, start incorporating more commentary within your posts from your community members. Maybe throw in an audio clip within the post so your readers can listen to that commentary. It makes your media delivery multidimensional and interesting. The point is, is you want to interrupt the regularity, the roteness, the seemingly sameness of your content. And by doing so, you're giving your community members a jolt and a reason to perk up and listen. Number five, be willing to fail. When you're willing to experiment, you open yourself up to failure. Lots of it. Because doing something new is unknown territory. Sometimes it may stick. Sometimes it won't. Sometimes it really won't. I think I'm pretty dang good at asking questions people want to answer within my Facebook group. But every once in a while, I put something out there that is a total guess and no one comments. Not one person out of 4,000 members. And I'm not going to lie. It doesn't feel great. In June of 2016, I decided I would officially meet some of my community members in person and launch the Biz Women Rock Summer Tour. This was definitely an experiment for me. Just because a community is engaged online doesn't mean they will choose to show up offline. You still need to make it worth their while and do the appropriate marketing. 
The tour started in Tampa, went to New York, Arizona, and finally in Chicago. Tampa was phenomenal. Almost 30 women showed up to hang out and get to know each other. And it was a huge success. I'm sure it had a lot to do with the fact that I've lived here and have built a business here for the past eight years. But when I showed up to the New York and Arizona locations at the times I had posted, no one was there and no one came to either of these meetups. I had failed to do the appropriate marketing push that would have guaranteed people in the room. And I knew it. Rather than get down on it, I chose to look at it as a sobering reminder that even though I have tens of thousands of folks who follow my brand around the world, I still can't lose sight of the basics of business and events. And just as a side note, I did have a good handful of women in Chicago. So that was awesome. (laughs) Never stop experimenting because experimentation breeds innovation. Experimenting helps you chisel away at the stone and expose your core gifts and value to your community. Step five of how to build a community. Give your community what they want, not what you want. I consider community building the antithesis to the traditional business model. A traditional business model has us believe that you first create the product or service, something you think people will want to buy, then look for the audience to get it in front of and hope that they buy it. Billions of dollars are spent in advertising this way. But community building is an altogether different model. First, you build the audience. You do so by giving them value, by being someone who actually cares about them, by giving them a space to connect with others who are like them, by being a resource for them, by making them laugh or providing them with information that they seek. And then, before you spend the time or the money building something to sell to them, you shut up and listen. What are their pain points? Where are their struggles? What questions do you see coming up again and again? What do they keep asking for? I've never seen anyone as good at this as John Lee Dumas and Kate Erickson of EO Fire. They have created a multi-million dollar business by simply listening to what their community members are asking for and then creating it for them. They started out with a daily podcast, Entrepreneur on Fire. They grew their audience of listeners. They attracted sponsors. They attracted some big names to be on the show. And over and over again, they would have people asking them, how did you do that? How can I start a podcast too? How can I get sponsors? How can I get people to come onto my podcast? So they created Podcasters Paradise, an online course and community of seasoned, beginning, and about-to-begin podcasters who want to learn how to start, grow, and monetize their podcasts. As their community grew through their weekly webinars, educating folks about podcasting and the benefits of Podcasters Paradise, more people came to ask them for webinar help. How should I put my webinar together? What webinar platforms are you using? How can I increase my conversion rate? So they created Webinar on Fire, an online course that teaches folks how to create and present a webinar that converts. As the years continued and more and more people became part of their community, They got more and more questions from their community members about how they could actually accomplish their goals. They noticed their members struggling between their desires to do great things and actually doing them. So they created the Freedom Journal, a beautifully bound journal that helps you accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. 
Looking from the outside, anyone might say that these two are lucky, that everything they do is simply brilliant. But it's not luck and it's not brilliance. It's being plugged into the needs of their community. It's listening. It's asking. And then it's creating what their members want and then giving it to them. The absolute best part of this reverse business model is that the possibilities for revenue generation are endless. As long as you continue to put love and energy into your community members, they will continue to tell you what they need and their needs change and evolve. And all you have to do is continue creating those things one after another, after another, after another. You're bringing in revenue because you get to create products and services that fulfill the needs of the people you love. I mean, does life get any better than that? Quote, if you work just for money, you'll never make it. But if you love what you're doing and you always put the customer first, success will be yours. End quote. Ray Kroc. Hey, Katie, what's up? This is Kate Erickson from EO Fire, and I'm super stoked to be contributing my number one piece of advice for anyone who wants to successfully lead a community, and that would be to be present. I believe that communities form around a strong leader, the leader and the message that they're sharing. This is the reason that everyone has come together, because those who are starting to form the community share a similar passion with the leader, or they have the same outlook on life, or they resonate with the message and the impact as the leader is creating. So without a leader who is present, a community never forms in the first place. But this continues on. So a community forms with a strong leader, but a community thrives when you, the leader, create a platform that helps the community actually grow. And this platform is, of course, not easy to create. It takes, again, you being present, and that comes in the form of time and attention and engagement and a lot of encouragement. The platform forms through interaction and you, the leader, empowering each and every member to play a strong role within the community. Being present means that you, the leader, continue to provide the community with tools and motivation for them to continue to grow as individuals themselves. So whatever drew them to you in the first place should be consistently shared. I love the I-L-T. Invest, learn, teach. A kick-ass community leader will bring this to the table every single day for his or her community in order to help the community thrive. So my number one piece of advice for anyone who wants to successfully lead a community is to be present. This is concluding steps four and five of the How to Build a Community series. Make sure you tune in for our fourth and final segment of this series on next week's podcast. It's time for productivity hacks. Woo! That's my attempt at my own jingle for this. Productivity hacks, little nuggets that save you time, money, energy, and make your business a lot more fun. Today's productivity hack comes from the school of repurposing content. Here's a very specific example. Facebook Live. When you are on Facebook Live having an active Q&A session or giving a video rant about whatever or uh, delivering really great content to your community, 
save that video and repurpose it in a couple different ways. First, get it onto YouTube. Get it onto your YouTube channel if it provides value for the community of people who come to see you on YouTube or who could possibly come to see you on YouTube. Second, get it up on your website, either as a separate blog post or even in a very special uh, part of your website that is specifically designed for, you know, Q&A with Katie or um, video blog, whatever that might be. But take your Facebook Live video and repurpose it on your website and repurpose it on YouTube. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. I'm so very honored that you were here, that you listened, that you got some good stuff, and hopefully you took some great stuff and are using it in your business. And if that's the case, I want to hear about it. Go post in the group. Send me an email. I love to hear how these messages, this information actually applies to your business. That's what I do this for. So Thank you so much again. And again, so, so appreciate all your love that you're sending uh, for the surgery today. And uh, just thank you so much for being so awesome. I love you and I'll see you soon. Bye.